I'm sugar. And I'm spice. And sometimes parenting's not always so nice. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Today's episode is about surviving summer with sun, screens, and screams. Oof, that can be hard to do when it's hot and you're tired, but your kids want to do something. What exactly do you do? You know, and it's always funny that I think every time was like my favorite time to be out, but it probably wasn't that way for my parents because when I was a child, I always wanted to do something. <laughs> oh, I, I'm bored. Yeah, that was a very, very common use of my vocabulary. And then I was already a very inquisitive child. So if it wasn't something I was doing, I was asking why was why, why, which I'm sure was just as annoying. But, you know, a lot of great suggestions uh, as far as that goes, because you know, like I said, so my childhood, I it was my high point, and I want it to be my kids' high point as well. Um, and there's there's oddly enough so much that you can do during the summertime that you can do from home, because I know a lot of us may still be working from home with the pandemic. Um, I know my, my brother and my sister-in-law, they have been moved to work from home permanently, so they're trying to work from home and entertain the children um so there's so much stuff that you can do to entertain them from home that's not really going to cost you a whole bunch oh yeah because trying to keep kids entertained all summer long if you have to pay for everything you do oh that can get that's a pretty penny Oh, it can be, especially since they're home all all day now. So it's like you have to completely like, I don't know about you. I would probably only have to double mine. Um, but some parents I know have to like triple their snack budget because they're home all day. So it's, and it's like, then you have to find money for stuff to do. Yeah, good luck. And you also have to pay for food if you're out of the house. Ah, and you gotta love it. I remember one year I went to the, I took my um, stepdaughter, A, to, well, that's no longer my husband. So I guess my, my, my former stepdaughter, I still love her, um, still talk to her actually to this day. Um, I took my, um, my, my stepdaughter, A, bonus baby, to the circus. And um, oh my God, a hot dog at the circus was $7 and the tickets to the circus were like $60. And I'm just like, why do I have to pay to come to the circus? This is literally for my kid. Do you really think I want to be here? But no, I, I went ahead and I paid for the circus tickets and then the hot dogs were $7. And then they had the people walking around with the, can with what is that stuff called? Uh, cotton candy. Those were 13. And oh my God, Going out to an to an event, the the snacks alone are money pits, and that's not even including how much it costs to get in. Oh yeah, well, we went to a fest, a summer festival for the Fourth of July, um, just this week, and we brought everything uh, with us. Uh, the The event was free. We were going for the fireworks show anyway, but so we brought you know a little grill, hot dogs, hamburgers, all of that stuff which that was a pretty penny in itself, but 
then, you know, a bunch of kids were walking around with cotton candy. I was like, you know what? It's a special occasion. The kids almost never get something like that. I'm going to go get cotton candy. Let me tell you, I dropped $15 on cotton candy and half of it wound up in the grass. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Because uh, with my bonus baby, basically the same thing happened. It's like she wanted she wanted popcorn. Half I I had at least a two good thirds of the popcorn rottening in my back seat, and then she wanted the she wanted the cotton candy. She took one bite, and then it was like, "Will you hold this?" And then I don't like cotton candy, so it never got eaten. Um, and then there was the funnel cake and everything she saw she wanted and didn't consume any of it. And I'm just like, "Oh my." But, you know, when, but I have that same thought process when we go out and about, it's like, okay, this is a special occasion. It's a once in a, you know, it's a once in a blue moon. Let me splurge. Let me do. And I honestly feel like it, I feel like that, that um, moment there is almost like parent guilt. I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it's parent guilt for me um, because I see all these other parents doing and it's just like, am I denying my child something that they may want um, because I'm pinching pennies and, you know, YOLO, life is short. Like, you know, and should I just go I on and do it? I wholeheartedly believe vendors dig in on that because they know there are some families where paying $15 for some cotton candy is nothing. But then you see those families who can pay $15 and not bat an eye at it. And there's the families who are literally have to scrounge up the $15 like we did because, yeah, it's guilt. I see the other kids with it. The vendors know they can charge that much because you're going to pay for it anyways because if you don't, you feel like a bad parent. And I'm going to just say this. Don't spend $15 on cotton candy if if it's only because you feel like a a bad parent. I did it. My mistake. Uh, I could have gotten three bags at the Dollar Tree. They sell cotton candy, too. I should have brought it with me. Well, ma'am, at the Dollar Tree, you could have got like, what? You could have got 15 bags. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. It's the Dollar Tree. I could have gotten at least, you know, like 12 bags. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of weird um, because, of course, like when I'm thinking of this, I'm thinking of back in the day where uh, we went to the movies. I don't know if people still go to the movies. I know some still exist, but I don't know if people still actually actively go to the movies like we used to. Um, But I remember like when I went to the movies, I like made sandwiches. I like packed my, I packed food into um, reused uh, butter containers. I bought, uh, you know, I bought candy at the grocery store because I wasn't going in there to buy their overpriced stuff. Like, if I had to have popcorn, I was going to buy the complete jumbo box and I was going to get a refill. I was going to get my original one, get a refill in the middle of the movie, and then get a refill before I went home because I was going to I was going to make that $8 popcorn work for me. I feel that. I remember a couple of years ago, one of the theater, one of the big chain theaters that were near us had $5 Tuesdays. And this is pre-pandemic. So you could go see whatever movie was showing and it was only $5 a person. Loved that, especially because the only child I had at the time was free. 
Oh, perfect. <laughs> so it, we were spending 10 maybe $15 if we tagged along someone else to go yeah. see the movie. So, yeah, we did go to the theaters quite often when they did the $5 Tuesdays. I th- it might have been $5 on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, but I remember when it was – we just went to the movies, though, I want to say about three weeks ago for our yeah. family. And rem- remember, one of our kids was free. It was still 60 bucks. For a that's matinee prices now? That's matinee prices in the middle of Ooh. the day to go see a kid's movie. We just went and saw Elementals. Cute movie. Totally recommend it. Um, but yeah, 60 bucks. $60. And one of the kids that I actually had to pay for fell asleep. X fell asleep during the movie. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you cost me 10 bucks and you slept through it. I'm not laughing with you. I I mean, I'm not laughing at you. I swear I'm laughing with you, but that's specifically um, because, yes, it's like, that is a kick in, that's a kick in the, that's a kick in the teeth. Like, did you just fall asleep? Because we could have, we could have watched YouTube at home, not YouTube. We could have watched like Hulu at home for free and you could have did this at home. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I it was a movie I wanted to go see. It was super cute. Um great movie. The kids have asked me, can we see the water and fire movie again? I was like, I'm not taking it to the theaters that costs money. And they're like, You have movies money. No, I don't. We'll wait you for have movies money. <laughs> I love when I love I love how kids that you have movies money. Who told you I have movies money? I, I have light bill money, rent money, car payment money. I don't I, I don't have movies money. I'm sorry. Especially not at these apparently new matinee <laughs> prices. I do not have money for that. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's like we do we do movie nights here at the house and we go all out. You know, they each get snack boxes with popcorn and a drink and a little candy and we got we went to the Dollar Tree. Love Dollar Tree. Absolutely love it. Um those little hand baskets that they're technically for like art supplies, but we put a little thing popcorn, a little juice or a soda, and little um, bags of candy and whatever. It's fantastic. The kids absolutely go nuts for it. We do movies here at home. We do the movie theater experience. Oh, that's kind of cool. I love that. For the price of like one ticket. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah, no that that sounds so much better. Like that sounds so much better, and it's it's crazy the amount of stuff that you can get from Dollar Tree that can you know, and you see it all the time. You see it on like uh uh the Tickety Talk and Instagram, and you know sometimes you can find it on Facebook and stuff. Like the little the little stuff that you can do with stuff from Dollar Tree. Um, and yes, even though it is dollar twenty-five tree, it's still a bargain for certain things. Um, and I honestly think it might be my best friend now that summer is upon us and keeping kiddos entertained, my nieces, nephews, uh, my younger cousins, that you know, I'm going on maternity leave here in a moment. So chances are I'll be enlisted to do some uh baby watching since I'll be home anyway. I'm not going anywhere. Um, I think Dollar Tree is definitely going to be my um, my best friend. Because I know when I did Easter, um, I think I made six Easter baskets for a little under $30. Oh, 
Well, yeah, and we, let's see, I went to the Dollar Tree not long ago. I spent just under 50 bucks. I know, that sounds like a lot. But I got four pairs of flip-flops. I got a baseball bat and ball. I got a little, a couple of little kid toys. I got some sunscreen. I got some bug spray. I got a shit ton of bubbles. The kids are obsessed with bubbles. Her oh, ex God. keeps drinking the bubbles. <laughs> Not the bubbles. <laughs> um, chalk, like a 20 pack of chalk was still only a dollar. Uh, got hats and just so much stuff. They have so, we just got so much stuff from the Dollar Tree. It's like my favorite place. Oh yeah, I can only imagine. Like I I could spend $8 at Walmart for one of the big bottles of bubbles that you used to refill at all the little bubble containers or I could spend a dollar and get the exact same thing. Okay, well, back in my... See, okay, look, the kids are getting it easy because back in my day, we went and got a paper clip, unfolded it, and made it into a little wand, and we went and we got dish soap. <laughs> and that was the bubbly bubbles. Like, I'm just saying, my like parents and my grandparents were, like, very uh, frugal. I'm going to say this right now, though. My dish soap cost me $6 a bottle. Oh, I I'm forgot. I'm wasting the, it on bubbles. I forgot. You use the hoity-toity stuff. I still use the uh, the Ajax that I get. <laughs> this is not a shameless plug. I buy dish soap once a year. Not once a year. Like once or twice a year when CVS has it on sale and I have a coupon. I'm just saying because mm-mm, mm-mm. I, I get the Dawn with the little yellow ducky on it. And that's the only kind I buy. <laughs> Okay, Ajax is just a Ajax dish soap is just the smell of my childhood. Like it's just the smell of my childhood. Um, the only mo- the only money I have ever really spent on dish soap, I honestly can say, is the Dapple. Um, the Dapple bottle soap is my spirit animal, and it's the only one I've ever found that really cleans milk bottles, like breast milk bottles, um, and pump parts. So it's literally the only thing I will. I, I'll drop seven dollars on a bottle of that. I'm I buy right. the Medela soap for my pump parts. So I only buy their spray. Like I, I like the fact that they have that easy, um, that easy clean spray. I can never remember what it's called, but the sanitizing spray. I know yes, the sanitizing about. spray. Like I liked that. Um, but Dapple is definitely a favorite. Um, but I mean, let's let's talk about some of all the fun stuff that uh, we can pick up and we can do. And I know a lot of it is going to be based around the younger kids because I know, um, like I said, I, I do take care of some of my younger cousins as well as um, I do as well have contact with my bonus, my bonus baby, who I, I see a lot more in the summertime. Um, so I, what are the eight, who's the oldest of the group? I want to say my A, my A is nine. So I want to say she might be the oldest of the group. Yeah. Cause, um, L is going to be seven here in about two months and he's my oldest. 
Okay, so so basically, so I know what we're going to talk about today is really going to target that that zero. I'm just going to say zero because uh, Baby G definitely gets in on some of the fun. So we're going to just say from zero to the nine is about where we're kind of going to focus. Um, but if you have kids that like just doing hands-on stuff, like they may enjoy this too. The this Because I mean, some of these things I even want to do. So there is no age limit to these things at all. Exactly. And, you know, we talked about going to the Dollar Tree and how I get a lot of my stuff there. But I also do like summer go kits. So I talked about how I got flip flops from the Dollar Tree. Those go in my go kits because you will not believe how many times my kids have jumped in something wet in sneakers. Uh, now their shoes are soggy and ha- just having a spare pair of shoes, even if it's just cheap dollar tree and they make them tiny because X wears a size five in shoe and he like five toddler mm-hmm. and we got shoes for him. Like they, they make them tiny. Um, the littler ones have like that strap on the back. Um, just because, let's face it, little kids can't do flip-flops very well. But, like, we have the summer go kits. I've got spare diapers um, for the ones of mine that are in diapers. I've got a spare pair of underwear for the kid that's potty trained. Um, spare clothes, sunscreen. And this is all stuff that just stays in my car throughout the summer. So we got sunscreens. we got swimsuits. We've got – we're very spur of the moment. Oh, that's a very good idea. And just having everything, bug spray, sunscreen, um, I got a first aid kit that's in there that is more summer oriented. We got, you know, like stuff to treat bee stings and ant bites and sunburns and just more summer oriented first aid kit. I got one for winter too, but, um, and that stays in the car. That just stays in the car and then say we're out because M had an appointment and for whatever reason, we're close to something fun that we could do, but we're maybe not dressed for it. I've got stuff in the car. Example, swimsuits. We want to go to the beach. I've got swimsuits in my car to go. Oh, yeah. And you don't have to go home. You don't have to, you don't have to U-turn it. You don't have to spend a whole bunch of extra time trying to figure out, oh, well, how are we going to make this time fit? It's so, no, a go bag is definitely the way to go. Yeah, and it saves money, too, because so most of M's doctors are an hour to an hour and a half away. So we can make a fun day out of it if she's got maybe a two-hour appointment. We still have the rest of the day. If we have to come home, we're not going to want to go out again. Agreed. So, because at that point, we would have been gone for five hours already. So might as well do something fun while we're already out. Let the kids get their wiggles out. Whether it's going to the park, there's tons of like water areas around us because of where we live. Yes. I'm like five minutes from the beach where I live. Um, but there's a you know, I have an app on my phone. Um, it's called uh, oh, I'm trying to remember the name. Um, Playground Buddy. Playground and Buddy? Never heard of it. Playground Buddy. We'll link it on our blog, of course. But it takes your GPS location and it finds playgrounds near you. Hmm. It's my best friend because if M has a really long appointment and my husband has the other kids, um, 
I will send him to a playground with the kids. That way they're not stuck in the car for an hour, two hours. Ah, good point. Because um, that alone can add to the, we're bored. We're uh, bored. <laughs> it's okay for them to be bored, but I don't. It sucks for them to have to be stuck in the car because of an appointment. Yeah. So, but I love Playground Buddy. It's super helpful. Um, and it like, it, it just uses your GPS location and it gives you the address and you can type in to your um, maps, uh, whatever map app that you use um, to get you to the playground. But yeah, it's, I love it. And it has more than just like regular park playgrounds because Elle's school playground during the summer or weekends is open for public use. And that's also on it. Oh, cool. So it's just any publicly available playground and you can take your kids to it and it's free. You don't have to pay for the app. Love myself a free app that helps. Just love that. And, um, well, a lot of the parks around here is where the school districts will set up for the free summer lunch programs, which they are definitely a help for a lot of families. Um, they're usually run by your school district um, and they go to different parks. So you'll have to find like the schedule. Uh, it's usually on your school district's website. Um, I know that the uh, USDA has um, a website you can look up like your state, your county, where they're going to be available. Um, Cause like we said, your food bills doubling during the summer. Absolutely. This can kind of help with that. And um, I don't know about all the school programs across the country, but I know at least in our county, they go from zero to 18. Doesn't matter if your kid's in school or not. They also will be given a meal. Oh, wonderful. I, I love programs like that because I, I, I live on the principle that all children should be fed. And it actually goes a little deeper than that. All humans should be fed. You know, and there are so many right, not a privilege. Absolutely. And it's like there are so many at risk children who rely on the free lunch and free breakfast because mom or dad or whatever their home structure is like that their their parental figures may depend on those two meals in order to only make up for, you know, dinner. If there is a dinner and if there's not a dinner, you know, they got fed, uh, they got fed two meals, which it's still a travesty, but it's something, you know, so I definitely shout out to everyone that keeps those, uh, those summer lunch programs going. I, I see a lot of uh, places in my city, like mom and pop places, even some chain places that are just like, hey, if you're a kid and it's summertime, like come in, get some food, like no questions are asked. Yeah, and there's, um, like, I know some of the YMCAs, not all of them, but I know some of them um, also offer lunch programs, um, and there's, like, discounted memberships or free memberships for low-income families. They also provide food when the child is there. Um, there's, uh, I believe it's during, like, they have, like, free summer camps. 
yeah. um, like day camps that the kids can go to and they'll get meals there as well. And yeah, that does help a lot of families who are struggling with financial security, being able to provide three square meals a day and having summer lunch programs, the y- the free YMCA membership that can help also provide food. Those help so much that it's, it's unreal. It just, it is, it's. <sighs> it's definitely helpful. It's definitely helpful. It is. I, I love, not going to lie. My favorite lunch ever was like the school pizzas, the square. Yeah. Pizza. yeah. <laughs> when we got those over the summer, I was like, yes. Or cheese zombie day. Love cheese zombie. If you don't know what it is, you missed out on your childhood. Facts. No <laughs> lie detected. But you know, um, I think pizza was my favorite. But we also had like it was almost like this general chicken kind of thing at school this one time. We would only get it every so often, but that was probably my favorite favorite. Well, I grew up. Um, the area that I grew up in um, had a large, um, like Catholic uh, population. Yes. One of the things, as as you know, um, it lent no fish on or uh, no protein, but fish on Fridays, no meats. Well, so- it depends because it. Um, I know for us, for the Roman Catholics, on if it's during Lent. If it's your, no, not even, not even then during Lent, you're just supposed to not partake, but, um, some Catholics are Wednesday and Friday and some are only the Friday. Well, the area I was in, it it was just Fridays and the schools adhere to that as well. You only got fish on Fridays. Um, as you know, I'm not the biggest fan of fish, so I usually just got a PB and J. Love, love the Uncrustable. Um, and, you know, I have I have a little, like, Uncrustable maker at home because I'm not paying $9 for six Uncrustables. No. Well, um, I mean, I, I wish I could say the same, but some, some <laughs> days I just, some days I'm just walking through grocery store and I, I see that, that purple box and I'm just like, you can make that at home for cheap. Just get the sandwich. Just okay. Just get the sandwich, sugar. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one great thing is like I can pre-make my encrustables, and as you know, because I like baking, I have those little cookie bags. Yeah. Um, I will put them in those, and I'll stick them in the freezer, and those are great to pull out of the freezer, toss in a bag, and go with on a picnic when you're going out. Um, there's so many, and you're the kids. L and M, they love helping me make them. Oh. Um, and, you know, that's not the only thing that they can help make. There's that, um, the ice cream in a bag. Um, or you just rock salt and salt in the bigger bag and you put the cream and the sugar and the vanilla. And if you want to mix in, like, strawberries, I've done it with strawberries before. And then you let your kids just shake it about for a while. I think I do 15, 20 minutes and it's like soft serve ice cream. It's so oh fun. my goodness! I bet that keeps them busy forever. 
It does. And I know technically they have devices out there. They have that, you know, ball version that you can do. That's like $40 though. I'll I'll take, I'll take the bag version. I did it when I was in like the fifth grade. Bag version for 500, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But you know, we will throw stuff like that in a bag and we'll go to the beach because, um, like I said, we live not far from a beach. Um, and just having that, being able to throw that in. And when we go to the beach, it's, I, I swear, I'm like on hyper vigilance when we go to the beach, just because, as you know, Elle has autism. And there's a lot of studies that show uh, children with autism are very attracted to water and sites of water. That's why you see a lot of when trigger warning when they go. My my puppy is trying to say hello to everyone. Yeah, I know. He he he's just he's a good boy. He he's just talking to he's he's chatty. That he is. Especially when someone's out your door. Oh, absolutely. Like uh, when DoorDash comes and when um, Instacart comes and Amazon, even if Amazon is bringing him his treaty treat treats, he's just like attack, kill, murder with love. Because that's that's the craziest part. Because people see him at the window, like clawing at the window. And it's like, baby, he's not clawing at the window because he wants to eat you. He wants to play with you. Like he's he's a good boy. He just does not realize that he's almost 60. Yeah, that that's like um, Roxy, our dog. She'll bark at you. She'll bark when you knock at the door. And then the moment you show her the slightest iota of attention, friend. I know. I, I know. Like, and that's my, that's the part that hurts me the most because I have a feeling that my, I have two dogs. Um, I have a feeling that both of my dogs would, um, would turn on me for a burglar for literally a piece of bologna. <laughs> like I, I, I honestly feel like that. And now they're playing with a, um, a toy. So if you hear them growling in the barking in the background, I do apologize. Speaking um, of which, like double double checking places that allow dogs to come with for summer fun. Yeah, I mean I that. that oh. Yeah, double checking where pets can go is definitely one of the uh, fun things to do because usually if it's fun for a dog, it's also fun for a kid, believe it or not. Um, we have a, a national park that's near us. Um, and, you know, it's just kind of one of those outside outdoor parks and pets are allowed. It's um, the unfortunate part for me is it's one dog per adult and I am a one adult household. Um, so I don't go as often, but, um, they, in the summertime, they have like farmer's markets during the time they have trails, they have playgrounds, um, and the whole park, well, a portion of the park itself is fenced off. So I'm not as concerned with the dogs. Um, they have doggy friends who are usually there with their, uh, their fur parents who may or may not bring the, the, the skin children, 
Um, so it's the like you got children. dogs, kids, yes, the skin children. You got fur children and skin children. So it's usually already a, a, a bunch of kids there and there's dogs there and there's other parents there that, you know, you just give them the look and they give you the look and y'all are both on the same page because none of y'all want to be there, but you also want to be a good parent. Um <laughs> And that's not and to say if you don't take your kid to the park, that makes you a bad parent. <laughs> that it does not. It does your not. Your kids are allowed to be bored. I will say it a million times. Your They're kids are allowed to be, to be bored. bored. Your kids are allowed to be entertained at home. Like, there is no right or wrong way to parent. Um, okay. But you do, in fact, there are some children that need to run feral. Um, like, my one that like that's chatty i'm talking <laughs> yes, about the he dog here he needs to run feral in order to burn off that energy so that he sleeps good at night oh yeah well and um yeah going outside like honestly yeah they sometimes they need to burn out that energy but letting them play on a screen too because you are burnt out because maybe you went to the park and the pool and the zoo and the playground yesterday and you have zero spoons left to give to go do that again today. It's oh, absolutely. Let, your kids play on a let them watch a movie. Let them play on a tablet if they have tablets. Let them oh. play with the what? Six mountains of toys that they own. They that they find. own that they forgot about. That they will <laughs> only remember when you're ready to throw them away. Exactly. They can find something to do. It is okay to be burnt out and be like, I'm not going anywhere today. Also, oh, no. um, 1000%, 1000% agreed. Well, and it's like, for me, as, as you know, I am um, not melaninly gifted. So when I go out, if I'm wearing sunscreen, I'm probably going to get sunburned. I okay, see, I'm melaninly gifted, but it's just hot outside and I don't want to go. It is hot. It is. Well, I, I'm sure I can only get sunburned so many times before I wind up with like skin cancer. But um, I try not to let my skin blister. But I don't know. Well, global warming, what it is. Sometimes I walk outside and I think I'm going to spontaneously combust. Something that just astounded me when I moved up to where we're at. Nobody has AC units here. What? Yeah, yeah. Like, you live down in the southern eastern U.S. You have an AC unit. I do, but as as you say that, I am also running a personal fan because <laughs> it's just not, it's not okay. It gets, it regularly gets hot there. Over the last, I want to say about four years, it's been getting warmer and warmer out where I live. But yeah, when I move out here, AC is just not a normal thing because when they're complaining, oh my gosh, it's so hot, they're talking like 85 degrees. As a person who has... That's a nice day. Ma'am. Ma'am. Okay, us heat-challenged people who don't know nothing about that, yeah, that's hot. My house is set to morgue consistently. And mind you, I am running my personal fan and it is oh about seventy five in this house, and they're seventy five. Well, but been getting increasingly hot here each year. I want to say so. The year M was born, they had a record high. 
Well, so the year, um, yeah, the year before M was born, it was their their high was like eighty three degrees wherever that. So the whole summer, that was the hottest it got. And then the year M was born, the high, I remember I was laughing because they're like, it's a record high. It's super hot. 92 degrees. Yeah, that's that was hot. It's been since the 80s, apparently. And then the very next year, 95 degrees. 2020, oh. 110. 2021, 113. Last year, 118. Oh, gosh. That's, that's, that's really warm. That's Back really in 2021, warm. we bought an AC unit. It's a little one, but it does its job. It, I mean, that's all it has to do. And, you know, it's funny that you say that because, let's be honest, you're right. The area that I live in, this is common to them. And, um, and I say them because I am, in fact, a transplant. Um, and I am not accustomed to this. But you're right. This this is this is the norm here, and everybody's just walking around like it's okay. And I'm just like, am I the only one melting? Am I the only one that's hot? Wait, I can't be the only one that's hot. And um, I totally feel that. But at the same time, like I'm, I am used to the heat. I transplanted up here. The difference is, I transplanted from Florida. People own AC units in Florida. If you get too hot, you go to Walmart and it's cold. Oh, God, that sounds so nice right now. <laughs> but up here, it's like Walmart didn't even turn on. Walmart didn't even have an AC on. I remember the first year that we had a really, really bad. It was 2021. We had a really bad heat wave where it got up to 100 plus degrees. Walmart's <laughs> turned on their AC and it broke. Oh, and I was talking to one of the associates and they had said they worked there for nine years. It was the first time they had turned on the AC unit since they started working there. No way. And it, because it hadn't been used in so long, it broke down the first time they tried to use it in the middle of a heat wave. Oh, goodness. So I couldn't even go to Walmart to escape, but it's okay. I went to Safeway. It's fine. Oh, God bless anyway. I was in my third trimester of pregnancy. No, thank you. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's where it gets real because that's that's where I am right now, and I may have got another six weeks left, and it's getting real. I've done it's four good. third trimesters in the heat. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh yeah, you've lost it. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I was super bitter about is I went in. I was dying of heat with M. I went in, gave birth, came out of the hospital four days later, and I needed a jacket. What? I was so mad because it was like 90 degrees when I went to the hospital to give birth. I needed pants and a jacket because it was cold. It was like 60 degrees. Well, I know 60 degrees isn't really cold, but when you went into the hospital, it was 90 degrees. I was bitter mad because I it decided to cool off after I had my baby. Oh, of course, because, you know, you wouldn't have loved that reprieve while you were pregnant. No, not in the slightest. I didn't need <laughs> it at all. Um, that, was, that, that was probably the worst. Um, the other kids, it just stayed high, and I was like, whatever. Uh, Except for, if I, I want to say, say, gee, it got cool, but um, 
you know, she was born at the end of September, so it's when it starts. Yeah, he, if I do this again, I'm definitely planning a winter pregnancy. <laughs> I um, I uh, I told uh, my husband before we had um, gotten pregnant with G, um, and this is before you know E had passed. Uh, actually, it was before he was even born. I was still pregnant with him. But I told him, because I was so tired of doing the third trimester in the summer, I said, next time we have a baby, you are not allowed to come near me during the winter. You want me to get pregnant spring, summer, or fall? Because I'm not doing the third trimester in the summer again. <laughs> and that's what happens. You get pregnant in the winter. You're giving birth or at the end of your pregnancy in the summer. And oh, I no, thank you. I can't do it again. It's too hot. Oh, I don't. I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. But as we, um, but I know we talked about uh, ice cream in a bag. I know we talked about some other stuff. Um, I think I am just going to go down and kind of go through my little list because. I am more of the, I know some people are like the experienced people. I am more of the stuff we can do at home and also stuff that we can like keep. So I'm big on doing like salt dough. Um, and, you know, even as, a, so for my favorite part to do a salt dough, um, because I do it with, the, I did it with the dogs. I did it with the bonus baby. Um, so I'll do the salt dough with them and I'll use those for my for my yearly ornaments. Oh um, for Christmas. So it's a double it, it I, I got something done in the summer that I'm gonna need for winter and it's you know it's perfect. Um I keep up with the 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 paw sizes of the animals, um or the handprints of the babies, whichever one you however you want to say. So that's I, I like the salt dough. Um, slime is really popular and it's super easy to do. All of these things that I'm gonna talk about, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna put them on the uh I am gonna put them on the blog. And I think we should also put together a bucket list um for summertime. I think that might be a little bit fun. Like definitely let us know. Um We'll probably do a poll on it. How, for the end of the summer, how many of the things on your summer bucket list or the one that we've put out, um, how many did you get done? Like how, how much stuff did you really get done this summer? You, when you sit down and you think about it, you might be surprised. You probably do a lot more than you really think you do. Yeah, because I, it wasn't until I started actually, we started planning this episode that I sat down and I'm like, what have we done so far this summer? We went to the zoo. We've gone to the park. We went to a festival. Uh, we went to an, a local ice cream shop. Um, we went to the movies. We went out to eat. We've done a picnic. I think the only thing we haven't done yet is the beach, and we're doing that next week. So, See? So you've done way more than you probably really thought. I was like, I go, I sit at home and do nothing all day. And then it's like, and keep in mind, you know, L has only actually been out of school for his last day of school was the 21st of June. So it hasn't even been a full three weeks. Wow. Yeah. And that's in three weeks. You know, that's what we did in three weeks versus, and I'm sitting here thinking, oh, we do nothing all day. And no, we do more than you think. <laughs> we 
definitely do. And then, you know, on top of, on top of us doing, you know, a bucket list and stuff like that, we're moving. So we're doing all of that on top of packing. Definitely. So you've got your hands full. So yeah. the fact that you've done all that, um, I mean, you've, you've got, you got it together, mama. Yeah, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. This is literally, we were doing all that stuff just so I could get out of the house because girl, my sanity, my poor, poor sanity. Ah, uh, sanity. I remember when I had that. <laughs> <laughs> you traded it for twins. I did. I traded it for twins. I traded it for dogs. I traded it for cats. I traded my sanity. I traded my sanity for everybody else's happiness. I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, but I know we. I know we were talking about about the list. Um, my other favorite thing. So I, I totally enjoy doing the salt dough, like you said. Uh, oh, and also the ingredients you need for salt dough. That can be found at the Dollar Tree. Um, slime is really popular right now. You can make that again with stuff from the Dollar Tree because none of the stuff on the and list. Oobleck. If you don't know what Oobleck is, I'll, I'll we'll link a YouTube video. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yeah it's, um, it, that's definitely an outside only thing, though. Yeah, it kind of is. It kind of is. And I mean, while you're outside, you can do the next step on the list, which is collecting rocks and making, you know, you can either paint the rocks or you can have pet rocks. Um, this thing a lot of people have started, um, the rock snakes. I've never, I haven't heard of that. So someone gets one larger smooth rock and they painted a snake head and then they put a sign down and other people in the neighborhood collect a rock, they paint it and it gets added in a line and it creates this neighborhood wide rock snake. Oh, that's too cute. I love that. I saw that. I want to say it was probably on the Tiki Talk. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that and I was like, that's such a cute idea. I don't have the kind of neighborhood that would allow us to do it, but it's a cute idea. It is. And I mean, I'm sure some of us do. Um, my hope is to one day live in a cul-de-sac because, God, I want to live in a cul-de-sac so I don't have to worry about through traffic. Through traffic is, uh, yes, through traffic. Um, yeah. If you have, um, if you have tissue, uh, what are those, like tissue boxes, you can make tissue box dioramas using uh, leaves and other things that you find outside and the kids can just kind of collect. You can get the kids to do, um, what are those things called? Scavenger hunts with stuff that if you have a backyard where they can kind of play unattended and you can get like a five minute breather, um, send them out to the yard and get them to collect sticks. I mean, chores are fun if you make them a game. I'm just going to throw that out there because ice cream in a bag is basically tricking them into making their own snacks. Um, you can you can have a contest on who can pick up the most sticks, and you're halfway done with your yard work. Well, and um, there's like um, <laughs> there's the cardboard dandelion crown. You draw like a little face on a piece of cardboard, and you poke holes, and you can get your kids to pick a bunch of dandelions and make a flower crown. Oh, there's some weeding to be done, and it, and it makes a cute little hat. Perfect photo op. Not even going long. Perfect photo op. Um, you can do an obstacle course in the backyard um, if you want to get them a little exercise. 
Um, kids love, as uh, Spice was saying, her kids love to help her cook. So, you know, in, involve them in stuff that you may not have done, like making gummy bears or even the ice cream in a bag or, you know, make some fun cookies. And, you know, you can just, if, you know, you're baking uh, illiterate like some of us are and we have to bake stuff from a bag, um, you know, you can even get some of that stuff that out of the refrigerated case, make the cookies, give them some icing and let them go to town and Again, you have tricked them into making their own snack. Um. <laughs> Doing chalk art, you can do a chalk contest if you get your kids and maybe a couple of kids in the neighborhood. Oh, that you know, and I honestly think when kids use chalk, it it it, it draws other children, it and does. it's like then the kids start to play, and then when the kids play, they tire each other out, and then you have tired kids. Plus, you may just make a friend with the parents, and I I honestly find that most of the time I make my parent friends by my kids meeting up with some other kids and them playing, and then it's like. Hey, our kids like each other. They play well together. We should do this more often. But like, and then we're friends, you know. Um, and if it's rainy outside, again, you can get these from the Dollar Tree. You can get them a simple puzzle if your kids are, you know, at that age. Because, I mean, they do have smaller puzzles for kids who don't quite have the attention span for it. But you know, puzzles are a good idea. You can do an indoor scavenger hunt. Um, what is it? The oh, it's an oldie but a goodie. Uh, red light, green light. You can play that inside. Okay, but you know, Squid Games might have ruined that for a lot of us, though. <laughs> like Squid Games might have ruined a lot, that for a lot of us, but um, you know, there are so uh, many games that we played. There are there are so many games we played that that they just don't play anymore. Um. And we can bring them back. Like, you know, we can bring them back. We might not be able to bring back that, you know, let our kids play. Like, I know when I was growing up, I played outside until the, and the streetlight sent me home. Um, I personally am not okay with that anymore because the world is just such a dangerous place. I don't know if you heard about um, that that child down in Florida where the man literally just drove through the neighborhood and grabbed the kid off her own porch. And the mom had literally only gone inside for a moment. You know? Same. Same. I get so, cats, like a helicopter so, parent. I get told I'm a helicopter parent because of it, but I'm watching my kids like a hawk and I always joke with my husband about like, okay, I'm a, if we're out doing something and maybe I need to go to the car or I need to go use the restroom or something like that. I'm like, okay, I'll be right back. I want there to be four kids when I come back and please let it be the <laughs> same four kids. I was about to say, you're not being very specific because let's be honest. Like I, I, I as long as there's four kids, you didn't say which four kids. <laughs> And husbands are literal creatures for some reason. Yeah. Well, mm. when we were at the 4th of July festival, uh, M made a couple of little friends and mm. she was trying to walk off with one of their families. And I was like, I don't think so. 
It's like, way. yeah, electric slide back this way because I don't know where you're going, but it's not that way. <laughs> I honestly, if I could, if she could have gone home with their family, she probably would have tried. Well, I mean, you you know the story of when I was going to kidnap her. <laughs> she, she's like, I don't know what to pack. I know she's the best. I mean, but but in her defense, she knows Auntie Sugar is safe. It's like she knows Auntie Sugar is safe, and that I always got her little back. Um, but I'll also probably send her back. Uh, because the she 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 likes to do the princess thing, and Auntie don't have no princess dresses, and Auntie can't fit in no princess dresses right now. <laughs> she can't. Um, yeah, Auntie just can't fit in a a princess dress. Maybe in like eight months. Maybe in eight months. I'm 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 fully accepting that I may never get my my pre baby pre baby body back. Um, but you know, there's, and it's sad that we still can't, you know, that we can't have, let our kids grow up like we did. Um, but we can definitely do a couple of things that still makes it like when we grew up by bringing back those old school games, um, and just letting them have fun with it, you know? Um, but Summer is really what you make it, and it doesn't matter how. It doesn't matter how you make your summer. Your your kids are picking up and they're absorbing a lot more than you think, and you're doing a great job, Mama. You're doing a great job. Exactly, and honestly, oh, somebody's pussies. Yeah, she's hungry. Um, yeah, honestly, like you're you're doing good raising your children with what works for your family. And next week we'll be talking about how to deal with family telling us how we should raise our children. Oh, I can't wait for this one. I have so many grievances. Like I have so many damn grievances. Exactly, but that that's a whole another episode. So, um, but just remember, guys, everything will be on the um, everything will be will be on the blog. Remember to look above to find the link to it. Um, we are the entries are still open for that hands free breast pump and breastfeeding kit. So please remember to put in your uh your entries for that. Um, we should be doing the drawing for that at the end of this month. Um, wait, is the last Thursday? We'll be doing it for the last Thursday of the month. But I think the last Thursday of the month is August. Crap. Hold on. Well, we can do I've it lost- the first. We can do it the first um, Thursday of August instead. Okay. Give perfect. more we people a chance to enter. Sure, we can do that. So we'll do it for the first August. Um, we'll, that does give people a little bit more time. So we'll do it for the first Thursday in August. So remember to get your entries in. And remember, life can be messy. That's absolutely okay. We'll see you next week. See you on the next episode.